This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we talk about what made news, what didn't, and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. I'm your host, Snigdha, and joining me today are three News Laundry reporters, Hamida, Hi. Ayush, and Vasan. Hello, Hello. you all. Hi. Ayush, long time no see huh? on Reporters. Yeah, it's been a while. I feel like I've uh, taken like a mid-season break or something. I know. Well, we missed you a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Before we begin the podcast, I want to tell all the new listeners about News Laundry. We are a 100% ad-free news platform and we need your support to stay afloat. So please subscribe to us and pay to keep news free. Go to newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. And listeners, if you're listening to this podcast on platforms like Stitcher, Spotify, remember we have a website, www.newslaundry.com, where you can go and check out the other cool stuff that we do, reports, interviews, podcasts. So do check that out. Great. So shall we begin with some bizarre news stories? Yes. yes. Who wants to go first? I will go. news लेकिन एक तस्वीर कल आई सामने जो काफी बेजार रही आप सबको सबको ध्यान आ ही गया होगा दीपक चौरसिया की जो तस्वीर आई है सामने <laughs> <laughs> मतलब उनके पड़ोसी भी उनसे इतना प्यार करते हैं कि बेचारे की तस्वीर खींच के प्लीज हमारे लिसनर्स को बता दीजिए कि क्या तस्वीर थी पसंद अरे दरअसल वर्क फ्रॉम होम की कई वीडियोस आ चुके हैं जब आदमी घर पे पीछे से बच्चा चलाता है कुछ-कुछ होने लगता है तो ऐसे ही वो अपने घर से शायद सो कर रहे थे और हाफ पैंट पहने हुए चप्पल पहने हुए ऊपर शर्ट पहने हुए हैं और सबसे फोटो ले ली बॉक्सर बॉक्सर्स यार या सब एंड के वो कर रहा था लाइव ओके सेट एज इट इज तो वो तस्वीर काफी हैरान है हैरान का मजेदार तस्वीर है आदमी को ध्यान रखना चाहिए कि वर्क फ्रॉम होम कर रहे हैं तो कम से कम पड़ोसी अगर पड़ोसियों से आपके अच्छे रिश्ते नहीं है तो ऐसे दुर्घटनाएं हो सकती हैं वेल Oh, who go, wants to go next? I'll go. Okay. So there was a news uh, from uh, Vadodara in Gujarat. Huh. That, uh, you know, a woman and a husband, they were playing Ludo huh. on their phones. And, you know, we've been doing that also. Me, ma- me and my mom, we play. It's like uh, become a thing again, Ludo. Hmm. And so the wife lost to the husband. And okay. he got so pissed because of that, that he broke her spine. <gasps> and it was, it was a crazy Ooh. story. And the Times of India report that, you know, that actually reported is so interestingly written. I'll just read out from it. Yeah, sure. It says, a sore loser, he, that is the husband, yeah. started arguing with his wife and the verbal duel turned ugly. He started beating her with such ferocity that the woman de- developed a gap between two of her vertebrae. His oh. ego was hurt thinking that wife outsmarted him and was more intelligent that she also contributed to the family income. This is a this is a, this is a quote from the story. <laughs> Some counselor. Oh God, goodness. <laughs> so strangely written, but yeah, it's uh, it's the most bizarre thing I read this week. Okay, so uh, my bizarre news comes from Berlin, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and I think it's like a week old report, but I found it to be really bizarre. So researchers have said that they were able to mimic the voice of a three thousand year old Egyptian mummy by recreating the vocal tract. Like huh. using medical scanners, 3D printing, and then something called electronic larynx. Wow. And they said they were able to produce a single sound 
which is between the vowels of bed and bad. Whoa. Yeah. Strange. It's crazy. It is really strange. Hmm. All right. So my bizarre news is from Punjab, and <laughs> I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw this. Uh, there's a video of these cops in Chandigarh going around uh, looking for violators of the lockdown, right? And yeah. they have like these giant pair of tongs, like around five foot long, <laughs> and they you because uh, you know you're not supposed to touch people and all that because of the virus. So they're using these ah. giant tongs to catch people. अच्छा वो जो बस ट्रक में चढ़ा रहे हैं हाँ 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 एंड डी जी ऑफ पुलिस इन पंजाब फंक्शनलैन Hello, that's good. Which is another really bizarre thing because it was actually like, like completely chopped off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hats off to those doctors, man. And this day, a lot of good things happened. That the Punjab police's most senior officers, D D G, or D I G, yes. The all police officers who are batched, they have put that officer's hand on his hand. So, this way, they have to say thanks to them that they have not forgotten their duty. So, it was also good that an officer. पुलिस कांस्टेबल के साथ ऐसा होता है तो तमाम बड़े अधिकारी उसके नाम का बैच लगाते हैं तो एक अच्छा संदेश था या एंड आई सॉ पिक्चर ऑफ हिम लाइक रीसेंट पिक्चर ऑफ दैट कॉप ही वाज स्माइलिंग लाइक ही लुक्ड इन लाइक यू नो ही इज इन अ गुड मूड आई वुड बी सो पिस मैन इमेजिन इफ समबडी कट ऑफ योर हैंड लाइक हाउ पिस आई वुड बी पिस यू राइट हो स्ट्रेंज रिलेट टू यू Yeah, man. I I wouldn't want to go back to working in police again after that. I think. <laughs> anyway, but like, don't you think it's weird that once we like after the whole lockdown ends, there's a phased lockdown, and we all meet. We won't be able to like hug each other or stand within a meter's distance. Like, I find that so weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this year our life is not going to be normal for sure. Yeah, and I also feel like you know if I mean even if the lockdown ends and even if the virus suddenly disappears magically or something, what's the point of all of this happening if we don't learn from it and if we just go back to our normal lives of decadence and excess in you know of everything That's like uh, yeah I don't know <laughs> life to normal नहीं होने वाली है ना you sound like a cleric I sound like a लाइफ नॉर्मल नहीं होने वाली है मतलब कम से कम दो हजार बीस तक तो लाइफ मतलब उस तरीके से नहीं होगी आप दोस्त यारों के साथ बैठ के बात कर ले अगर पार्टी कर सकते हैं वो वो तो होगा ही नहीं लोग एक दूरी तो बनी रहेगी और ये लंबे समय तक सबसे ज्यादा इसमें लोग मेंटली परेशान होंगे सच में ऑल राइट लेट्स बिगिन विद हमीदा हमीदा यू फाइल्ड अ रिपोर्ट येस्टरडे ऑन द एंडमैन जर्नलिस्ट हु वाज अरेस्टेड ओवर अ ट्वीट एंड इट वाज सो बिजार प्लीज कैन यू प्लीज टेल अस अबाउट व्हाट रियली हैपेंड या बेसिकली 
the Andaman journalist who is uh, who, Zubair Ahmed, uh, he had posted a tweet in which he was asking the Andaman authorities as to why uh, four family members had been quarantined after they had uh, after one of them had called a relative of theirs who had been corona positive yeah which is the so, most bizarre thing i've ever heard exactly and then he got a call from the aberdeen police station which is in port blair uh-huh. uh, which is 40 kilometers away from his house hmm. and they were like he why did you uh, ask the question in a public domain you could have asked us separately hmm. uh, to which he said that um, there was no such provision in which they could uh, be able to talk to the authorities separately and that twitter was a medium where it was normal for them to contact huh. authorities and ask yeah then uh, after he got a call from the police station and he was like hey, and then they called and then they told him to come over and he was like i'm in a red zone i can't come over uh, and they were like okay cool and then at 7:30 in the evening after he had broken his fast a uh, police station which was near his house hmm. from there cops came and cops were like uh, you've been called by hmm. the district superintendent hmm. he wants to have a chat with you yeah. and then he was like okay i'll go meet the district superintendent i'll come back and they were like nahi nahi aap acche se khana khaye aur namaz padhe then you come with us so that struck uh, his wife as like it was very fishy the way yeah. they said it and uh, even zubair at that time realized ki okay maybe something is up so and he knew that the district superintendent would not meet him at the nearby police station he would obviously meet him in the police station which was in port blair huh. and to reach port blair you would have to either take a ferry uh, or you would have to take a long route around the road and since there was a, this was an emergency situation the police arranged a ferry and when they arranged a ferry that's when zubair called up his editor in chief dennis gilles of andaman chronicle and he told him through the whole situation that i am being picked up by the police and i am going to the port blair police station and they were like and then dennis gillis was like okay and then dennis gillis while speaking to me had said ki at that time he had smelled something fishy as well and then there was some commotion and uh, his phone was taken away uh, zubair ahmed's phone was taken away right and switched off and then after that when dennis gillis tried to contact zubair ahmed the phone kept uh, forwarding The so then immediately dennis gillis uh, flashed the news on facebook and twitter that okay the andaman journalist has been arrested over this tweet and then when he reached the police station he was informed of uh, the offenses under which he would be charged by so it was section 51 and 54 of the uh, disaster management act which is i think the the, the sections that uh, prohibit you know if you obstruct any official instruction given during disaster management efforts huh. yeah we want to 59 prohibit any such obstruction yeah so this is 51 and 54 which is punishment for obstruction aish is right and for false warning and then apart from that he was also booked under sections 188 269 270 5051 clause b which are negligent act of likely to spread infection of disease dangerous to life so some form of negligent action which will likely uh, help in spreading of the disease in this case coronavirus right and circulating any statement or rumor or report with intent to cause fear or alarm so tell me hamida is this yeah. 
that report was verified, right? The yeah. one about those uh, family members being quarantined after speaking to a COVID patient. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was verified, but the problem with huh. uh, at which point came was that the authorities had a problem with him asking questions, and especially when he had posted that question as a tweet. So right. Zubair had said that the authorities were new to Twitter, and they didn't really like how like journalists were asking questions over there, and he said that he and uh, Dennis Gillis both had been blocked by the chief secretary because they were asking so many questions. And then he was talking about how that um, there is only one source of Corona virus information in the island, which is the chief secretary. Huh. And uh, that too, if you want to know something about the updates regarding Corona virus, you have to wait for his tweet. Yeah. So that was like really bizarre. And then, so what happened that when he reached the police station and he was booked under these offenses, so I spoke to a lawyer who said uh, that 505 one clause B is hmm. non-bailable and it is punishment by imprisonment of up to three years. And uh, when I was speaking to the lawyer, the lawyer said that this was really bizarre because he was like, it's just a tweet and it's not even a tweet that's inciting any false exactly. claim or it's a tweet that's genuinely asking as to what is the logic behind quarantining four family members so, just because uh, one of them called you, yeah did you manage to speak to the police what did they like what was their yeah. uh, version so uh, i spoke to the dgp director general police uh, dipendra huh. pathak huh. and uh, he said that uh, apparently uh, this self styled journalist quote unquote uh, had been uh, spreading false information and in that, he spoke about the tweet. So he gave a very official statement and he was like, he, uh, apart from four other people who have been spreading false rumors about the about coronavirus, this is also one such journalist. So uh, are you like, is he denying uh, that those people, that family was quarantined? He didn't reply to that as at all. Did when I asked oh. him, yeah, uh-huh. he was just that, ki, oh, this is what happened to Zubair Ahmed. And interestingly, when Zubair Ahmed try to uh, ask the police as to okay you told me uh, not you you told me about the tweet and you told me that i shouldn't have put it in a public domain at least you can respond to my question they didn't respond at all wow that is bizarre but obviously i mean this is not the first instance of journalists coming under attack i mean recently the cases are just growing uh, yeah kashmir there's uh, in manipur um, yeah. multiple cases um and that is all the more reason why you listeners need to subscribe to News Laundry and support independent media organizations like us. Because yeah. we really need your help right now and we really need your support. So please yeah. go to newslaundry.com and subscribe. Yeah, so that we can keep bringing yes. such stuff to you. Exactly. Now, uh, moving on uh, to Ayush. Yeah. Ayush, you have been uh, following Mr. Goswami for yeah, the last yeah. <laughs> couple of weeks <laughs> very closely how is that going well as i say he's become my beat now you know i'm on the arnab <laughs> beat which wow. uh, and, uh, it seems that the uh, mumbai police is also on the arnab beat though beat might have a different meaning uh, just kidding uh, but <laughs> i did two stories on him last week uh, the first one was i think on april 20th um, he on air resigned from the editors guild of india Hmm. And you know that was for all. So that was one story, and 
just a day after he said some very stupid things about uh, the Congress president Sonia Gandhi. Yeah. So that caused an even bigger furore, you know, and that offended a lot of people in the Congress, though for the wrong reasons it seems. Right. And uh, there were FIRs on him, and that was my second story. Right. So can you can you tell us about uh, how it all started? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So uh, the Palghar lynching uh, happened in on the on April sixteen. Hmm. And it reached most of the you know mainstream media on April nineteenth. Yes, I think on April twentieth, the prime time show that Republic did. Hmm. Um, what Arnab wanted to do, you know, in his shouting matches was go after this lobby that was now silent on the Palghar lynching, and they weren't talking about the Hindu sadhus. He kept right. saying Hindu seers, the Hindu monks, uh, who were lynched. Yeah. and that was his claim that these people are silent that they are trying to hide its hindu identity even though this whole case there's no communal anger as such you yeah. know this uh, the we've done a report by pratik which establishes the fact that these exactly. things happened because there were whatsapp rumors saying there are people going around abducting children yeah. this happened in 2018 you know in places like um, I can't remember the. Uh, yeah, many many uh, places where people were lynched because of these rumors of child abduction. Yeah, yeah. In Dhule, yeah. yeah. In Dhule, yeah. in 2018, in June, there were five people killed. In another place, uh, in Maharashtra only, near Mumbai, two other people were killed because of the same phenomenon. Right. So it was that pattern that was at play again. And but Arnab played this whole communal game, and he was went after the liberals, the Khan market game, the Tukre Tukre game, whatever. And. At near the end of his show, he said, "Ki why is the editor guild, editors guild of India, not you know talking about uh, these things because it's a body of has beens and shakers." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who do you body. think he would stay in making a dig at, like any person in particular? I think he named Shekhar Gupta, so very much him. Right. The president of the editors guild of India, uh, and uh, so he was taking a dig at him and. Going on with that, he said, "Okay, I'm resigning. You know, I've been a member for so long. They are silent on the fake news and on the lynching, and so I'm resigning." And that was, uh, you know, that caused a sensation on Twitter. Even huh. though uh, there's no basis to the kind of demands he wanted on air. First of all, he wanted the editors guild of India to comment on the Palghar lynching. Huh. The editor guild, the editors guild, strictly concerns itself with media. Right. So. Whatever lynching or riots happen, the editors guild never comments on that, you know. Right. So there's no reason to demand them to talk about a lynching. His second demand was uh, the fact that they should put out a statement on the fake news, and he didn't refer to which piece of news. He said that Arunachal me there was a story of locals eating a snake, and it appeared on a channel that no one watches. You know, that's how he put it. So he it was, was talking about NDTV, no? Yeah, he was talking yeah. about NDTV story, even though that's not fake because the Hindustan Times independently con- uh, confirmed some of the aspects, right. and the denial that came came from the government, and the government is there to deny all the time. You know, the government is not a fact checker, so that was not fake news. So it was, it was just it was a circus of uh, falsehoods, and uh, the story that I did, you know, I talked to some senior members of the editors guild. Right. He told me that this man joined Arnab joined the editors guild in 2009, when wow. Rajdeep Sardesai was the president of the guild, and right. since 2009 to 2020 he has never attended a single meeting of the guild. Wow. He's never participated in any discussion. He's never even lent support to say any statement they put out a signature. Hmm. So he's a sleeping member, you know. Right. Uh, and 
uh, to be honest, the Editors Guild concerns itself with media freedom, and you know, Republic reporters are attacked in Delhi, and they've been attacked all the uh, elsewhere. He didn't speak up for them, uh, you know, even in those moments, or even when other journalists of other organizations were attacked. He never spoke up. So it's yeah. not, even on the level of values, he does not align with the guild. Exactly. So right. it was all. It was just uh, that proposes is is uh, tried to establish the hollowness of all his bombast. Right. And yeah. after that, what he did was, I guess, mm-hmm. it's yeah, all done in history. His yeah. uh, tirade against uh, Sonia Gandhi. It was absolutely, uh, how should I put it? It was so bad. It was so foul. Yeah. Even though you know we are journalists and politicians are supposed to be our natural adversaries. Mm-hmm. That uh, it, it was still jarring to one's ears to hear someone on television sprout so, sprout so much bullshit. He said he called uh, Sonia Gandhi Antonia Meno. You know that's apparently yeah, her, her yeah. original Italian name. Her maiden name, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, oh, she must be so happy that these Hindu saints are dead. You know, deep inside, she must be calling Vatican, whatever. He must be calling Italy, telling them, look, I'm ruling this state, and there, that's where Hindus are killed. She must be so happy. And he was speaking such. He was just out of control. Yeah, I think he just lost it. <laughs> yeah, he just lost it. So um, that caused a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Congress workers were really pissed. So that's what it began, uh, began as a social media storm. And in states like Chhattisgarh, which the Congress has been ruling, sorry, governing, not ruling, uh, they, the social media cell, the, the block president, the Zilla Parishad of the Congress, the, you know, the Indian Youth Congress. They coordinated this campaign against Goswami and they filed what I could, I think, as far as I know, definitely 101 FIRs against him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what is what is your? I mean, what, what do you think of that? I mean, uh, a lot of people are uh, of the view that uh, you know, in, even though Arnab Goswami is uh, very unjournalistic, let's put it that way, uh, but still, this is an attack on the press. Ayush, my question was that I was कि अर्नब गोस्वामी ने बहुत गलत बोला है जो रेड मतलब कल टिप्पणी में एक शो भी हुआ जिसमें बताया गया कि रेडियो रवांडा की तरह इन्होंने हिंदू जागेगा हिंदू चुप रहेगा 80% सनातनी है लेकिन जिस तरीके से 12 घंटे पूछताछ हुई है इसका इस इसको उदाहरण मानते हुए किसी और जर्नलिस्ट पे कोई और सरकार इस्तेमाल नहीं कर सकती है क्या तो एफआईआर के बारे में तो यह है कि सी इफ ही कम्स ऑन टेलीविजन and he says something that is absolutely false. Hmm. For instance, I mean, false. Kya? If if you say that Sonia Gandhi man hi man because Hindu marren, that's not even a false, true or false thing. It's just defamatory, you know. Yeah. So the the party worker has the right to file an FIR. You know, he should go ahead. But yeah. I think filing hundred and plus FIRs means that you're trying to intimidate him as well. So that's their you know that's their way to strong arm Goswami in their own way. Which is actually rather distasteful. But look, end me even after the Supreme Court hearing, the urgent plea that he sought, it all got combined in one. And ideally, that should have, that that's uh, what it should have been. You know, you file one FIR and then there's an investigation. Wo, and everyone's got so butt hurt. And if you read these FIRs, it's in my story. Huh. You know, they put Section 34, which is Criminal Act with Common uh, Intention. There is Section. 290 causing public nuisance. This 295A, you know, most draconian. 
deliberate and malicious acts intended to outrage outrage religious feelings so if 100 plus fir's going about pasting these sections on goswami that was definitely definitely like an intimidation and congress you know congress is a party that has done its own share of intimidating journalists over the decades so it's not surprising but yeah, but uh, also nado really i mean it is quite bizarre how fast he got that hearing at the supreme court yeah. i think within a day i think he raat ko kya subah ho gaya 8:30 yeah and, yeah. and uh, the virtual hearing itself was quite <laughs> it was quite bizarre i mean uh, if uh, our listeners have not read that report ritika jain um, our reporter has done a detailed report on that virtual hearing and uh, it was quite strange right because uh, the judges and the advocates they were they were discussing uh, tv shows and what to watch on netflix and what's nice and what's not nice <laughs> so that was quite bizarre yeah it was it was amazing how quick he got a hearing in the supreme court i uh, think mujhe yaad hai ki ha ha bolo bolo tum interrupt karo to tum boli do nahi 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 bolo so the matters before the supreme court are way more i mean important there's been so much it's been the whole you know the last 6 7 months been just lawsuits and lawsuits on since the whole uh, 370 abrogation to now the migrant crisis so it was amazing to watch that but uh, on the interrogation i don't know for 12 hours has been is if he's being interrogated yeah then i mean i don't know what they're asking him if they're asking him because on the channel he comes and says he has all the evidence to show how sonia gandhi is involved into all this i mean then they have the every right to grill him and ask him you know how, what what's your evidence yeah but until we know the nature of this interrogation what's going on it'll be too early to say but 12 was yeah it seems like you know they they are sort of uh, poking him in the wrong places now uh i have a question so considering how controversial of a journalist arnab goswami is do you think that interrogating him for 12 hours is uh, something that other journalists who don't agree with his uh, stand and the way he does his journalism should endorse i mean because when you go on twitter and you see how different journalists have reacted to the 12 hour interrogation you start to think that maybe there's a debate there you know that okay like he is controversial and he has done a lot of stuff which uh, many journalists many esteemed journalists don't endorse but at the same time a 12 hour interrogation does it seem a bit too much to you ayush it depends on the nature as i said i don't know why we're questioning him for 12 hours maybe i mean for if you want to consider it maybe they're asking him what's the evidence and obviously this guy has no evidence because he's never never sent reporters on the ground he's just trying to deflect things and not talk about the matter and you know not answering questions it's possible that that stretches out to 12 hours i mean i don't uh, i wouldn't put all these things beyond goswami i don't think he's just an actor on tv he might be just doing it at the police station anyway when he comes out also he resumes all the drama again you know with his lawyers and with his reporters there but until we know i mean this is a journalist job people should report on this what happens during his interrogation if it's just to intimidate him and you know try to not give him water like in those you know classical interrogation things they never <laughs> give you glass of water or they just uh, 
to turn off the AC and if it's if if that's happening then it's definitely wrong because at the end of the day the police is the law you know it's uh, comes under the state and the journalist has to ask the questions to the state so even mr goswami shouldn't be discounted but it depends when we get a report on what's happening okay. yeah but uh, i i uh, i'm sure like a lot of people are uh, confused about uh, you know whether to look at arnab goswami who's known for his bigotry and you know his uh, communal uh, you know daily show that he does on his channel uh, it's hard to see him as a victim that's yeah. true you know, this de- yeah. debate happened when abhijit ayer mitra you know exactly exactly yeah and he's the most deplorable of human beings we have but you know the point is that once you condone something like this the the only the name and the paperwork has to change and it can be you so you should uh, be careful exactly. uh, it's a healthy debate you know the one that you yeah. uh, got uh, actually about. i i'd like our listeners to write to us about this what are they their views and maybe next episode we can read out some uh, letters uh, maybe we should do us. an nl versus nl debate on it oh, yeah, yeah interesting that too yeah. that could be fun yeah please write to us at contact@newslaundry.com with reporters without orders in the subject line we'd love to hear from you about this and um coming to basant basant has been consistently uh, following the plight of migrant workers and he's done multiple reports on them and uh, the recent one that he's done for news laundry hindi is particularly heart wrenching it's called un logo ki kahani jo ghar ke liye paidal nikle lekin pahunch nahi paye basant uh, i understand uh, you know follow doing these stories uh, the migrant worker crisis and before that the delhi violence even ayush both of you did it together it's been taking a toll on your mental health and uh, जी जी. i would really like you to talk about it basant uh, because this is a show about reporters ayush ka to mujhe zyada hoga kyunki ayush kashmir bhi gaye the muzaffarpur bhi gaye the jab bihar mein chamki bukhar yeah. i would also like ayush to pitch in actually ha but ye अभी मतलब देखिए नॉर्मल डे दिसंबर से जब हम बातचीत शुरू कर रहे थे तो हम कह रहे थे कि 2020 एक बदुआ की तरह है ऐसा लग रहा है नवंबर दिसंबर लास्ट से जब सीए प्रोटेस्ट शुरू हुआ और पश्चिमी यूपी में काफी लोग मारे गए फिर उसके बाद आइए तो पांच जनवरी को जेएनयू में अटैक हो गया उसके बाद जामिया प्रोटेस्ट शाहीन प्रोटेस्ट शाहीन में गोली चलना जामिया में गोली चलना उसके जस्ट बाद मार्च आते आते दिल्ली दंगा दिल्ली दंगा के बाद कोरोना तो ये कभी वक्त ही नहीं मिला कि एक आदमी थोड़ा सा मस्ती के मूड में बातचीत कर सके थोड़ा फ्री फील कर सके और कोरोना के समय में ऐसा हुआ है कि थोड़ा बहुत अगर हम ऑफिस में होते हैं तो आपसे या दोस्त यार से बात करके थोड़ा बहुत फंस लेते हैं कोरोना के समय में आप अपने फैमिली के साथ रह रहे हैं अब मेरे साथ ये दिक्कत है कि मेरे फादर दिल्ली में रहते थे मैं गाँव में रहता था और वो फादर आते थे गाँव में छठ पूजा में और छठ पूजा में मैं होता था अपने मामा के घर पे तो फादर से और मेरा मतलब सत्रह सत्रह साल तक जब तक मैं बारहवीं करके दिल्ली आया तब तक कोई बातचीत ही नहीं थी मतलब उस तरीके से अपना बात अपनी बात कहना फादर मतलब पापा भी कभी कुछ पूछते नहीं थे पढ़ाई लिखाई हम भी बताते नहीं थे एक दूरी थी वो बन जाती है जब आपके माँ साल में दस दिन के लिए आपके पिता आ रहे हैं फोन पे तब फोन भी उतना ज्यादा तो था नहीं दो रुपये मिनट लगता था अब उसी पिता के साथ आपको बैठना है और उन चौबीस घंटे तो और इस सब मजदूरों का जाना तीन 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 चार चार दिन भूखे रहे तो वो इतना डिप्रेस कर रहा है 
हम मुझे लगता है कि हम में से सब लोग आज काफी परेशान होंगे इरफान खान के डेथ के बाद जैसे मैंने मैं सिस्टम लेके बैठा कि खबर लिखूंगा तब तक मैं मोबाइल ऑन किया ट्विटर पे देखा कि इरफान खान नहीं रहे न जाने क्यों रोना आ गया इरफान खान से कभी मुलाकात नहीं है फिल्में देखें लेकिन एक तरीके से इमोशनली आदमी इतना ज्यादा वो टूट चुका है ना कि चीजें परेशान कर रही है मुझे लगता है कि आयुष के साथ भी यही होगा या हो सकता है आयुष थोड़े इमोशनली मजबूत हो तो आयुष बताए इस पे रीजन वॉज it was just about you know i was for family and the other half was the fact that um, i had i started reading my article and i just thought that the feeling i get before i sit down to write something was now just being repetitive because i was just thinking in a very dark way and the words that were coming out were becoming you know very uh, sad and the theme had you know almost become the same because it was just about writing terrible things since now months now Yeah. So that's why you know I thought I'd rather cover the media from home when there's you know got a lot of good work we can do do from home as well that I've realized lately. So uh, that's been a change but yeah the your tone as a journalist I mean to mental health can be it can depend from person to person and you know uh, I think I just have an advantage in terms of the fact that I'm rather young. so i can you know there's a sort of uh, probably um, i'm naive in a way and there's you know a sort of tendency to ignore things and get over them very easily i don't know how about older journalists feel about that but uh, the other fact is that professionally also you know you your tone becomes grim and then you at after all at the end of the day the reader is supposed to be you know the person you're writing for and the reader you know a lot of my friends told me that they <laughs> they read my articles they read everything but this thing they said that you know I, we just feel sad after reading what you write and that made me think so um that has been on one effect of all this terrible you know this um, whole flood of um, this bad news that's been coming in since days now but uh, i i found a way out of it in a way and i hope basant also does you know he should stay at home for one thing yeah i hope so hamida yeah do you have anything to add i believe uh, before this you were working in kashmir right yeah yeah so can you share any experiences <laughs> so i think one of the most jarring things about working um right now as a journalist is the fact that i'm visibly muslim Hmm. so i get a lot of hate on twitter and in general about the kind of work that i do right uh when i was in kashmir uh i wasn't doing on ground reports as of such because of the safety issue huh. uh but i whenever i would go and talk to a lot of um experts regarding certain topics that i had in mind and then i do feature reports right. uh it would be very depressing i remember that i was doing this four month long feature article on ayatullah khomeini mm. and uh, his impact on uh, kashmir since uh, the largest minority in kashmir is uh, shias right 
so when i went and i used to speak to people who had seen him who had worked with him yeah they used to speak in a form of uh, nostalgia and they used to talk about how those times were great because those were the ti- those were revolutionary times those were times when people were given a voice especially the minorities right and it made me realize how working in this profession uh, demands you to be able to listen to the person who's talking about their grief and also look at it objectively not right. dripping yourself completely in whatever that you're saying that has been a huge struggle for me right uh, and the more that i've worked with news laundry the more i've le- realized that my existence itself is something which is very difficult for people to discern and accept right now and the best i can do is prove myself through reports and also take care of myself so absolutely so like when uh, the lockdown started i started taking a step back and looking at everything that happened around me how my friends had been targeted in the jamia violence how when i to mustafabad and i spoke to a lot of people they were looking up to me because they were like oh you know she's muslim she's a reporter mm-hmm. she gets it yeah so it's difficult very difficult can yeah. i just add one more thing yes yeah um, when when you uh, one reason for us to also just um, probably not an incentive to not be affected by all of this is so if you look at the indian media you know um, most of it is pro establishment it's gone over to the other side and it's entirely useless yeah the bit that is remaining that is you know actually doing its job you look at a lot of people in that bit are also the way they are persecuted for example kashmiri journalists mm, yeah. journalists who happen to be muslim or you know this guy from andaman who's been uh, they've been going after so if you look at these people and then you look at the the other side and you look at yourself and you realize that you are in a unique position to do uh, to go against the government to report on them to hold them accountable and at the same time because you know i i happen to be a caste hindu so i don't make as much as many enemies when i'm going around you know in uh, say in hostile areas or with the police which is a very communal institution right so i'm in the unique position position to do this work and also get away with a lot of things that other people can't so i mean that also is uh, you know this keeps me going uh, probably basant i think we've also we me and basant have talked about this i think he also feels the same yeah, yeah. basant uh, basant i would like yeah. to ask you what keeps you going मतलब आप क्या है ऐसा जो आपको मतलब रुकने मतलब नहीं रोक रहा है अपना काम आगे बढ़ाने से एक हम आसपास देखें ना तो ग्राउंड रिपोर्टर्स ग्राउंड रिपोर्टिंग का मौका बहुत कम लोगों को मिलता है हम अपने आसपास देखें लोगों को अच्छी खासी सैलरी जरूर मिल रही है लेकिन रिपोर्टिंग का नहीं मिलता और जब वो लोग कभी वाइन वाइन शराबरा पीते हैं तो कहते हैं कि यार ग्राउंड रिपोर्टिंग करना चाहता हूँ तो ग्राउंड रिपोर्टिंग का ना जब ये थोड़ा मेरे लिए वो है कि जब मैं पढ़ रहा था कॉलेज टाइम में तो हल्का के हम लोग फैन हुआ करते थे राहुल कोटियाल जो राहुल भैया और प्रियंका जो है जो अभी बीबीसी में अतुल सर एडिटर हुआ करते थे तो उसकी जो रिपोर्ट हम पढ़ते थे ना हम हम तभी से एक मन में आ गया की खबरें तो ऐसी ही लिखनी है डेस्क पे तो काम नहीं करना है वो जुनून है और लॉकडाउन हम मुझे जैसे आयुष ने कहा पापा तो मैं अपनी बहन और फादर के पापा के साथ रहता हूँ तो मुझे अपने को लेकर चिंता तो है कि मैं भी परेशान हो सकता हूँ अगर बीमार होता हूँ 
क्योंकि मुझे भी सबसे ज्यादा चिंता अपने फादर और बड़ी बहन छोटी बहन है मुझसे उसकी है क्योंकि ये लोग काफी दुबले पतले हैं मेरा पे तो हो सकता है कि मैं उस अटैक को वायरस के अटैक को बर्दाश्त कर सकूं कि ये लोग शायद ना करें तो ये डर है और एक चीज है कि मुझे कहानी कहनी है अपने समय की मेरे समय में जो हो रहा है एक बतौर जर्नलिस्ट वो मुझे देखना भी है अगर जिंदा रहे अगर तमाम परेशानियों से बच गए तो अपने आने वाली पीढ़ी को कहानी भी बतानी है कि कैसे दो एक साल था भयानक साल था लोग पैदल जा रहे थे भूखे थे मतलब वो कहानी मुझे अपने आने वाली पीढ़ी के लिए सुरक्षित करनी है Yes. हो सकता है कि मैं अपने खबरों के जरिए कर रहा हूँ खबरें नहीं होंगी इंटरनेट का है कब क्या हो कब बंद हो जाए लेकिन अगर मैं अपने आंखों से देख चुका हूँ मैंने उसको अपने से भोगा है तो मैं अपनी आने वाली पीढ़ी को जरूर बताऊंगा जो भी होगा कि देखो हमारे समय में ऐसा हुआ था एक दौर था हमने नोटबंदी देखी थी जब लोग सड़कों पर लाइन लगा लगा के उसमें कई लोगों की मौत हो गई थी हमने कोरोना वायरस का कहर देखा था जब लोग पैदल घरों की तरफ भाग रहे थे और मर जा रहे थे रास्ते में एक जर्नलिस्ट अपने समय को देखता है तो वो ही देखने का जुनून है कि मुझे उसको अपने आने वाली पीढ़ी के लिए सुरक्षित करना है जैसे मैं कर सकूं। आपकी लेटेस्ट स्टोरी मैंने कल ही पढ़ा और आई डों आई मीन इट्स वेरी इट्स hard i mean to read it also you know breaks your heart to mm-hmm. read it uh, please tell us more about it darasal hum sab dekh rahe hain ki jab jab se lockdown hua pehle wala lockdown jab 24 march ko modi ji ne aage kaha ki aaj se sab kuch band ho raha hai uske baad ek pura logon ka jamawada mazdooron ka dihadi mazdooron ka is sab bihar up alag alag jagah se gaye to pet ke liye bhook ke liye khane ke liye apne parijanon ke liye ye log chote shaharon se bade shahar aaye the और उसी पेट के लिए उसी जीवन को सुरक्षित करने के लिए वो शहर से गांव भाग रहे थे मतलब एक कहते हैं ना कि मजदूरों की जीवन एक परिधि के अंतर्गत वो भूख ही है जिसके इर्द गिर्द उनके जीवन उनका जीवन घूम रहा है खाना ही है कि मतलब यहाँ भी शहर आए थे तो खाने के लिए आए थे परिजनों के खाने के इंतजाम के लिए यहाँ से जब भागे तब भी तो लेकिन जो लोग घर के लिए भागे वो अपनी जिंदगी बचाने के लिए क्या बहुत सारे लोग नहीं पहुंच पाए हैं आंकड़े तो अभी नहीं है उपलब्ध लेकिन कम से कम तीस तो कुछ दिन पहले ही आया था इंडियन एक्सप्रेस के साथ रिपोर्ट थी तो मैंने ऐसे ही तीन लोगों के परिजनों से बात की स्निग्धा जी जैसे हमने इससे पहले मेंटल हेल्थ की बात की तो सबसे ज्यादा परेशानी ये होती है कि किसी को पूछना कि आपके बेटे के साथ क्या हुआ था उस बुजुर्ग आदमी के सामने खुद को रख के अगर कोई मुझसे पूछ दे की तुम्हारे भाई के साथ क्या हुआ तुम्हारे पापा के साथ क्या हुआ तो वो परेशान करता है तो ये रामचंद्र महतो है बिहार के रहने वाले बेगूसराय एक जिला है जहाँ के सांसद है गिरिराज सिंह जो पिछले 2014 से तमाम लोगों को पाकिस्तान भेज रहे हैं जो मोदी सरकार की आलोचना कर रहे हैं और तकलीफ की बात है कि अपने ही संसदीय क्षेत्र के एक आदमी को दिल्ली से बेगूसराय नहीं बुला पाए और अभी तक उस परिवार को इन्होंने कोई आर्थिक मदद नहीं पहुंचाई है ये भी एक हैरान करने वाली बात रामचंद्र महतो दिल्ली में ट्रक ड्राइवर का काम करते थे और पच्चीस मार्च को 24 मार्च को जब लॉकडाउन मोदी जी ने घोषणा की 25 को वो पैदल निकले बेगूसराय के लिए जी और आ, उन्होंने अपनी बहन को फोन करके बताया कि मेरे पास तीन सौ रूपए है मैं आ रहा हूँ उनकी बहन ने कहा रुक जाओ वहीं उन्होंने कहा नहीं यहाँ पे हालात सही नहीं मैं घर आऊंगा हाँ। उसके बाद उनकी 16 अप्रैल को पच्चीस मार्च से सोलह अप्रैल के बीच वो बनारस तक पहुंचे थे और बनारस में उनकी सुबह सुबह साढ़े बजे डेथ हो जाती है मतलब डेथ होने के पहले वो गिर जाते हैं सड़क किनारे 
तो एक स्थानीय थाने के थाने को फोन किया जाता है तो थाने के सब इंस्पेक्टर आता है वो एम्बुलेंस को फोन करता है तो एम्बुलेंस के लोग कहते हैं कि ये इसका शरीर मतलब काफी कमजोर हो गए थे और तो उन्होंने एम्बुलेंस वालों ने कहा कि हो सकता है इनको कोरोना हो इसलिए हम उठाएंगे नहीं और इस वजह से उनको उठा के ले जाने में देर हुआ और उनकी डेथ हो गई इतफाक देखिए कि जिस वजह से उनको नहीं उठाया गया उनमें कोरोना था भी नहीं उनका कोरोना निगेटिव आया जी। तो इस तरीके से एक आदमी जो अपनी जिंदगी बचाने के लिए घर की तरफ भागा लेकिन घर नहीं पहुंच पाया ऐसी कहानी छत्तीसगढ़ की है बीजापुर की शायद बहुत लोगों ने देखी पढ़ी भी होगी बारह साल की लड़की है जमलो जी हम सब जानते हैं कि बीजापुर नक्सल नक्सल प्रभावित इलाका है और जमलों का जो घर है वहाँ अभी भी इंटरनेट मोबाइल की सुविधा नहीं है तो इसलिए मैं उनके परिजनों से बात नहीं कर पाया था लेकिन मैंने कुछ पत्रकारों से बात की जो उस खबर खबर को कवर किए थे तो उन लोगों ने मुझे जो बताया कि ये बारह साल की जमलो है वो अपने माँ बाप की इकलौती बेटी थी और बीजापुर से लोग तेलंगाना गए थे मिर्च तोड़ने का काम करते थे तेलंगाना में दो महीने पहले लोग गए थे हाँ। जब लॉकडाउन टू जब लगा तो ये लोग वहां से पैदल चल दिए एक महीने तो रह मतलब 21 दिन तो रह लिए थे वहीं पे जब लॉकडाउन टू हुआ तो वहां से ये लोग पैदल चल दिए और बीजापुर जंगल वाला इलाका है तो जंगल में एंट्री लेने के मतलब 100 किलोमीटर ये जंगल जंगल चले थे और उसके बाद हाँ। इस लड़की की डेथ हो गई ये गिर गई डिहाइड्रेशन बताया गया लेकिन जब इसका पोस्टमार्टम रिपोर्ट आया तो मैं वहाँ के जिला अस्पताल के हेड से बात किया तो उन्होंने कहा कि पोस्टमार्टम रिपोर्ट से क्लियर नहीं हो पा रहा कि इनकी किस वजह से डेथ हुई है हालांकि वो लड़की रास्ते में गिरी भी थी उसके सीने पे चोट लगा था पोस्टमार्टम में ये आया हुआ है सिर्फ ये दो लोग नहीं है बहुत सारे लोग हैं हमने तीन से बात की एक और है विलास महतो जो बिहार के वैशाली जिला के रहने वाले वैशाली जिला हाँ हालांकि एक चीज में जोड़ना चाह रहा था बेगूसराय वाले में रामचंद्र महतो को कोई भी आर्थिक मदद अभी तक सरकार की तरफ से नहीं दिया गया है उनके माँ बाप टीबी उनके माँ बाप को सुगर सुगर के पेशेंट है वहीं ये बीजापुर वाले मामले में लड़की डेथ हुई दुखद है लेकिन उसके परिवार को वहाँ की सरकार ने पांच लाख रुपए दिया है तत्काल ऐसे ही विलास महतो हैं जो इलाहाबाद में रह के काम करते थे कि इनकी तीन दो बेटी है और तीन बेटे हैं ये बिहार के वैशाली जिला के रहने वाले थे इलाहाबाद में काम करते थे इनका केस और थोड़ा हैरान करने वाला है आप पढ़ी होंगी ये इनकी पत्नी का आरोप है कि इनकी डेथ इलाहाबाद में ही हो गई थी और जो ठेकेदार था वो लेके गया और कहा कि इनकी डेथ ये पैदल आ रहे थे इनकी डेथ हो गई यहाँ से रोहतास जिले के अंदर वही हालांकि मीडिया की रिपोर्ट है और पुलिस वालों का कहना है कि इनकी डेथ रोहतास जिले में जैसे घर से बगल में जिला पड़ता है वैशाली से बगल में रोहतास वहाँ बॉर्डर पे हुई है तो इनकी डेथ में तो अभी तक क्लियर ही नहीं हो पा रहा मैं उसका जो जो ठेकेदार था उससे बात करने की कोशिश किया लेकिन बात नहीं हो पाई इस ठेकेदार ने पंचायती हुई गांव में कि मौत हो गई है तो पैसे दो तो सबके सामने कमिट किया कि तीन लाख रुपए दूंगा लेकिन एक रुपए नहीं दिया तो इस तरीके से हम तीन लोगों की कहानी देख रहे हैं जो इस दौरान घर के लिए तो निकले लेकिन घर नहीं पहुंच पाए और ये सब तमाम लोग काफी गरीब परिवार से हैं ये बीजापुर वाले फोन पे बात नहीं कर सकते वहाँ नेटवर्क नहीं है रामचंद्र महतो के पिता से मैं बात कर रहा था तो उनकी काफी एज हो चुकी है पति पत्नी दोनों बीमार है विलास महतो की पत्नी से मेरी बात हुई तो उनकी दो बेटियां भी हैं और दो बेटे हैं जिनकी शादी करनी है और इकलौती है और जो भी हमारे लिसनर जानते हैं नहीं जानते हैं उनको बता दें कि जो महतो भारतीय समाज की एक जाति है वो काफी पिछड़ी हुई जाती है उनके पास उनके पास अपनी जमीन नहीं होती है वो उनका बेसिक काम होता है मछली पालन करना मछुआरा नहीं है लेकिन बिहार में महतो समुदाय के लोग मछली पकड़ते हैं 
हालांकि चीजें जी मछली पकड़ने वाला काम खत्म हो गया तो वो लोग बाहर जाने लगे बाहर काम करने लगे लेकिन ये बहुत अमीर अमीर समुदाय नहीं है जिसके पास ये खेत हो और इस तरीके से उनको मजदूरी पे ही निर्भर करना रहना पड़ता है तो इस तरीके से हम देखें तो लोगों की मौत हो रही है घर लौटते हुए अभी भी आप देखें बरखा दत्त पशु जो वो अपने कितने लोग पैदल जा रहे हैं तो एक दूसरी रिपोर्ट जो हम लोगों की आने वाली है मतलब न्यू लॉन्ड्री हिंदी पे तो ये है की लॉकडाउन वन जब था तो ये बिहार के नौ मजदूर थे जो दिल्ली के इस तरफ कैलाश में रहते थे मजदूर नहीं थे ऑटो चालक थे तो ये लोग लॉकडाउन वन के दौरान तो रह लिए लेकिन लॉकडाउन टू के दौरान पंद्रह तारीख की सुबह ये लोग ऑटो से बिहार के कटिहार जिला पंद्रह सौ किलोमीटर है चौदह सौ किलोमीटर वहां के लिए ऑटो से गए अभी वो क्वारंटाइन है तो किस तरीके से रास्ते में वो लोग तीन दिन में पहुंचे हैं ऑटो से एक बार खाना खाया उन लोगों ने तो इस तरीके से अभी भी माइग्रेशन जारी है लेकिन सरकार हमारा मीडिया नेशनल मीडिया चुप है वो साजिश देख रहा है इस मसले में तो आई थिंक सुप्रीम कोर्ट ने सेंटर को एक हफ्ते का टाइम दिया है ये बताने के लिए कि माइग्रेंट वर्कर्स का क्या मतलब व्हाट आर दे व्हाट आर दे डूइंग अबाउट द प्रॉब्लम ऑफ माइग्रेंट वर्कर्स एंड हाउ आर दे गोइंग टू हेल्प देम आई थिंक प्रशांत भूषण ने पिटिशन फाइल किया था सुप्रीम कोर्ट पे कमेंट तो हम नहीं कर सकते हालांकि जो मेरी समझ है लेकिन सुप्रीम कोर्ट वो कहते हैं ना कि प्राण चला जाए जब तब आप अस्पताल ले जाए इलाज कराने के लिए जब तक लोग मतलब एक महीना हो गया ना लगभग 25 मार्च से शुरू हुआ था एक महीना हो गया माइग्रेशन के माइग्रेशन अब भी जारी है आप सूरत में देखो तो हर चौथे दिन लोग सड़कों पे आ रहे हैं लेकिन कोई सुप्रीम कोर्ट अब छह सब छह दिन का टाइम दिया है छह दिन बाद अगर वो जाके कहें कि हमें और टाइम चाहिए तब तक तो चीजें गुजर चुकी होंगी आप सवाल का जवाब लेके क्या करेंगे जब सवाल ही नहीं रहेगा राइट थैंक यू सो मच बसंत आई थिंक दैट ब्रिंग्स अस टू द एंड ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट uh we shall finish with some recommendations so i have a recommendation um, this uh, essay that was published in the columbia journalism review hmm. by journalist uh, thanasis cambanis who uh, covered the iraq war for the boston globe uh-huh. and he wrote about um, you know uh, how during the war he was actually based uh, he uh, started living in a hotel in baghdad Hmm. how he and other people from other journalists got together and tried to uh, keep themselves sane within this you know whole almost bombing of uh, tragedies on a daily basis right so uh, it was a very good uh, 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 report it's called working from hamra hamra is the hotel they lived in i see it was weirdly comforting also we'll read it yeah basant जी आ, मैं, मैं चाहूंगा कि इस बार जो हम अतुल सर का वो टिप्पणी का शो है जो रेडियो रामंडा से भारतीय मीडिया की तुलना की गई है बहुत जरूरी है कि हमारे दर्शक समझे जाने कि किस तरीके से नफरत फैलाई जाती है और सोसाइटी को तोड़ने की कोशिश होती है तो वो जरूर देखें दूसरा मैं ये कहूंगा कि प्रियंका दुबे की एक रिपोर्ट है बीबीसी पे कैसे यूएपीए लगाकर लोगों को परेशान किया जा रहा है जी। तो मुझे लगता है कि ये भी रिपोर्ट पढ़नी चाहिए और हमें देखना चाहिए कि लॉकडाउन में सब परेशान है लेकिन कुछ लोग इसका मिस, मतलब मिसयूज तो नहीं कहेंगे लेकिन कुछ लोग इसमें काफी एक्टिव हैं जैसे दिल्ली पुलिस लगातार गिरफ्तारियां हो रही है लगातार यूएपीए लग रहा है समझ नहीं आ रहा है की हो क्या रहा है और उस पर कोई रिपोर्ट भी नहीं बहुत डिटेल कर पा रहा है तो यूएपीए का किस तरीके से मिस हो रहा है और किस तरीके से यूज हो रहा है मिस तो नहीं कहेंगे वो पढ़ने के लिए देखना चाहिए श्योर ठीक है एंड हमीदा सो देर दिस सीरीज ऑन नेटफ्लिक्स विच आई जस्ट स्टार्टेड वॉचिंग इट्स कॉल्ड द मिड नाइट गॉस्पल आई सी ओके या 
So basically, there's this podcaster who hmm. lives in the universe, hmm. and uh, he goes to different simulations of the Earth, oh. and uh, he goes and talks to certain people over there, huh. and generally just interviews them about life, oh. and uh, the and certain perceptions that they have. Right. Uh, it's an animated series, but it's really interesting. Oh, sounds because, fascinating! Yeah, it's very oh. nice. So the first episode is about mindfulness. and then they talk about how uh, drugs can especially uh, marijuana and all of that can actually help in increasing mindfulness mm-hmm. so they delve into controversial topics but it's really uh, really interesting interesting that's not a controversy yeah. at all that's a fact anyway all right for some people it might be controversial na isela all right uh, my recommendation this week is this old movie by stanley kubrick uh call full metal jacket i don't oh. know it, have any of you seen it classic nice. huh it's a classic man i love it yeah it's such a brilliant movie man uh so i saw it again recently and uh, i think that's my recommendation this week and the the best who's your favorite character ayush there is the uh, this general of theirs i don't I've yeah the sergeant the drill instructor the, bully, the fucking bully Sergeant Hartman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, did you know that he was actually the person who played it? He's actually a U.S. Marine drill instructor during the Vietnam War. Damn. No wonder. Yeah, and you remember? So he's got the most brilliantly unique insults. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, I think uh, everybody should watch it. And uh, it's basically about how soldiers are uh, brainwashed into. brainwashed and during military camp and you know during their training and how it affects their mental health and uh, yeah i really love hartman's unique insults so <laughs> you should watch it also uh, my second recommendation is the one that basant also mentioned uh, the latest episode of news laundry tippany yeah that's about it and uh, since we got the very sad news of uh, actor irfan khan's death just today i thought we all could discuss his life and his movies since i think clearly all of us are big fans bharosa nahi ho raha matlab raat ko hi 1:30 baje kareeb mein kisi ne message kiya mujhe ki irfan khan nahi hai unki suchna nahi di ja rahi hai bas kal subah tak suchna di jayegi maine kaha yaar bakwas mat karo raat ko hone do chupchap aise maine gusse mein usko bol diya सुबह सुबह नींद खुली और मैं ऐसे ही लैपटॉप ऑन किया खबर लिखने के लिए तब तक खबर देखा एचपी की खबर मतलब बिल्कुल बिल्कुल रोना आ गया मतलब मैं समझ ही नहीं पाया कि ऐसा क्यों हो रहा है इरफान खान से कॉलेज टाइम में जब हम लोग मैं आप लोग नहीं जानते होंगे हसी अहमद मैंने एफ के लिए तैयारी की थी फिल्म इंस्टीट्यूट ऑफ पुणे के लिए हुआ नहीं तो कॉलेज टाइम में हम इरफान खान की फिल्मों को देखते नहीं थे पढ़ते थे कि क्या कर रहा है आदमी तो उस तरीके से एक एक सीन याद आ रहा था कि कैसे उनका हासिल का वो सीन जब वो उनको बेंच पे गिरा गिरा के मार रहे होते हैं वो कहते हैं कि मार दो अगर बच गया तो जिंदा नहीं छोड़ूंगा हासिल फिल्म का तो एक एक डायलॉग हमें याद कर रखा था उसके बाद उनका सबसे पसंदीदा और सबसे मेरा फेवरेट डायलॉग है जब भी मैं थोड़ा परेशान हो तो जरूर सुनता हूँ दो डायलॉग है हालांकि एक थोड़ा मस्ती वाला एक थोड़ा नॉर्मल है वो रोग फिल्म का एक डायलॉग है डायलॉग है डायलॉग मैंने थोड़ा सा मैं सुना सुनाना चाहूंगा जरूर मन ऊब गया है वही शोर वही आवाजें शिकायत नहीं है अजीब सा एहसास है मन में अजीब 
जिस रोज नया दिन निकलता है मैं वही पुराना दुनिया वही पुरानी वैसे ही चली जा रही है मुझे लगा जो ये जिंदगी की गाड़ी चल रही है उसकी चेन मैं खींचता हूँ और उतर जाता हूँ हालांकि इस फिल्म डायलॉग में आगे वो कहते हैं कि मेरे साथ ऐसा हुआ और मैंने ऐसा नहीं किया लेकिन आज इरफान साहब दो साल लगातार स्ट्रगल अपनी जिंदगी को बचाने के बाद चेन खींच दिए और चले गए मतलब काफी मतलब उस आदमी उस एक्टर का भी बहुत कुछ आना बाकी था बहुत कम आ पाया जी, जी. आप मकबूल देख लीजिए पान सिंह तोमर देख लीजिए आप उनकी आप अभी आयुष हम लोग बात कर रहे थे कि जो हैदर में रोहदार की एंट्री है मतलब सलमान खान की एंट्री पे लोग ताली बजाते हैं लेकिन मैंने अपने पूरे अब तक के जीवन में छब्बीस साल सत्ताईस साल के जीवन में सिनेमा हॉल में सीटी एक बार ही बजाई है जब रोहदार की एंट्री होती है <laughs> मतलब वो क्या जब सफेद पूरा पीछे है बर्फबारी वो ब्लर करके कैमरा से किया गया और आते हैं और सॉल को फेंकते हैं ब्लैक चश्मा में जो एंट्री शानदार है मतलब चले तो गए इरफान साहब लेकिन जाएंगे नहीं मतलब वो रहेंगे हम लोग he he is the only one uh, matlab who has uh, featured in two of vishal bhardwaj's uh, you know shakespeare uh, yeah history. yeah the trilogy yeah hmm. so i think uh, in heather uh, he plays the what the ghost right he plays yeah, yeah. and his name is therefore rudar so that hmm. scene is also beautifully evocative of how cinema you know this is snow and it's all white and gray and there's mist and yeah. out walks this guy you know who's just uh, Uh, such a fucking enigmatic character, and the one scene I remember from that movie is when uh, he, Heather's father and uh, Irfan Rudar, mm. they mm. are being taken from one torture facility to another, and they're being tortured. And at one point, his father asks him, "You know, are you a Shia or a Sunni?" Mm. And the dialogue he's, uh, you know, the, he uh, delivers there. That I'm a Shia, I'm a Sunni, Pandit, be me, and that is. Um, it's uh, it's so piercing and it's so well done and he you know once he said somewhere in an interview that in when you are in hollywood your an actor is judged on the basis of the nuance in his acting hmm. in india you know you just need an attitude uh, as an actor and even if you're superficial and you have the right attitude that works and i think yeah. ifan you know he just had the right attitude uh, the way he would deliver things uh, it's it's uh, i mean it's a true hallmark of a brilliant artist and i mean besides all the movies i think my one recommendation would be for people to go watch the satire he did with all india bakchod back in the day called every party song ever oh yeah i remember that <laughs> it's, I, it's i think it's i was in split when i saw it first yeah, time it's one of the funniest videos yeah. that aiv put out and uh, i just love it i just love uh, irfan in that video and that video itself right hamida yeah so um irfan khan has always been like uh, an actor i've looked up to a lot especially in bollywood cinema and uh, i've had so many favorites but i think one of the movies which stood out to me the most was uh, i remember i skipped class uh, once <laughs> when i was in college kyunki madari nikli thi so i was like mujhe dekhni hai i don't care irfan khan hai एंड हमारे कॉलेज के आस के पास एक टू डी सिनेमा थिएटर था बट आई वेंट एंड आई वॉच इट इन टू डी एंड आई रिमेम्बर इट वॉज लाइक एट नाइन ए एम इन द मॉर्निंग देर वॉज नो बडी इन द थिएटर देर वॉज जस्ट मी एंड वन ऑफ माई फ्रेंड्स दैट्स इट एंड वी वो वॉचिंग इट एंड बाई द एंड ऑफ द सीन वेन ही बेसिकली गिव्स अ स्पीच आई स्टिल रिमेम्बर गूज बम्प एंड आई जस्ट स्टार्ट क्राइंग आई लव दैट 
and uh, amazing i think my favorite i think it's hard to pick a favorite with this movies but uh, i'd say lunchbox quietly brilliant role that he played and did you guys know it do you guys remember i don't know how were you guys even born chandrakanta anybody remembers no yeah so he was also in chandrakanta that was uh, it was this old uh, fantasy show on dd back in 90s early 90s so he, i think he had like a a villain's role but i don't remember exactly what his character was but yeah we've been seeing him around for so long actually and um, i don't know personally like for a lot of people this is everybody saying it feels like a personal loss right oh. why, why why do you guys think because i feel like he was a cool uncle who i never got to see a lot during yeah. uh, family get togethers but every time he would come he would do something which would just be amazing and so layered and so nuanced that it would give us um lessons for years to come so i've always felt like that with him and i remember telling one of my friends when i got to know that he passed away that um this is exactly how i felt when robin williams uh, oh, committed yes. suicide oh yes yeah it's exactly the same and i yeah. just same kind just, of feeling yeah i know Yeah. Like think, a like a very dear old friend. That's yeah, so I think it touched the right coordinates because you know all these actors they disappoint you at some point or another, even through movies or through their personal behavior. But yeah. he was just consistent in never being controversial, and he was, uh, you know, he never did anything that was just stupid or something foolish. And he was there in memorable movies, so a lot of memories that we have. you know he's etched there um, he just was there and he stayed there my mom you know my i'm not even the most heartbroken member in my family my mom swooned over irfan oh. and he was uh, like her evergreen you know true love and i was actually i was out today in the morning i had to go do some reporting to the at want to meet the police station and i returned and she told me this and you know her face i i could tell she she had gone gray Oh. So uh, it's just I think he just was different, and he was a very intelligent, sensitive uh, individual who, and someone who's very good in an industry where a lot of people are not good. You know? Yeah, actually, <laughs> one of my friends, uh, when I told him uh, about his death, I think what he said was so apt. Like him alone, uh, Irfan Khan alone was worth. I don't. I don't know. Three of the worth more than three of the Khans put together. Well, definitely two of <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, Amir, I still love, but definitely the other two. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, I think uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, and our producer also has a suggestion. Parikshit says everybody must watch Namesake as well. Irfan Irfan Khan is in that uh, movie, and it's based on the book by Jhumpa Lahiri. If you guys like this podcast, please rate it on iTunes or whatever platform you tune into. We also have a bunch of other podcasts like Awful and Awesome and News Laundry Hafta. Better the rating, more the reach, and that means more subscribers, and that in turn means better content for you. अगर आपको ये podcast पसंद आए तो अपने दोस्तों रिश्तेदारों में साझा करिए अपने social media पे साझा करिए ताकि हम ज़्यादा से ज़्यादा लोगों तक पहुँच पाएँ ईमानदारी पूर्वक किया हुआ काम ज़्यादा से ज़्यादा लोगों तक पहुँच सके
and please write to us at contact at newslaundry.com. We're very eager to hear your feedback. And also don't forget to write to us about what you think of the whole Arnab Goswami situation. And uh, you can also leave your comments on Twitter. And uh, with that, this podcast is adjourned. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.